I missed so it. So what we could yeah. do is we okay. what? Huh? <laughs> is it good? Yeah. 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 What are you talking okay. about? Of course it is. Yeah, so what we could do is we could get the dogs to make an underground personal subway system, Mm -hmm. and they could fight ninja cats who hang glide out of planes. Is that the premise of cats and dogs? That's literally stuff that happens in that fucking movie, man. (laughs) It's insane. That sounds like something I was better off missing. It's one of those brilliant, like pieces of media designed for children with the express purpose of breaking their tiny brains. Mm. Just, it's like the, um, yeah. I don't, what was that movie where the guy's head explodes? The, the one where they like, it's just a newscaster and the shot is just his head blowing up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh... It's like a pretty famous special effect because they couldn't figure out a way to like make it look good enough for the director. So in the end, the head like special effects guy was just like, okay, everybody else just get the fuck out of the room. And he just <laughs> sat behind the like model with a shotgun and <laughs> shot it in the head. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> blew it up. No, don't know that one. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. All right. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. What do you, you want to get into the yeah. wine? Or you want to keep talking bullshit about? We had. Uh, I brought a couple of bottles of wine over. One like that Bordeaux I told you about. The one that was like just delicious and, and not expensive, and another one that's older. But none of these wines are expensive. But bought like a younger one, but an older one. Then I bought this white from the Languedoc that um, is very good. That's just a drink nice. separately. But, uh, I think I've got a... Oh, wait. Well, now... Hold on. It's Frankie the Cat here? Well, you, now, that, uh, now that we're up and running, i got to step away from my microphone for a second to go see where that bottle of white wine I got is. Mm. What's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're going to do. All right, so we'll, we'll do a theatrical uh, introduction as to the... the uh, no, I'm not doing anything. We're drinking a fucking... Uh, doing Bordeaux today. Bordeaux. I just assumed we forgot. Like, oh, we didn't even introduce anything to anybody. Yeah, check me out over here with a, a, a bottle of La Domitienne Pique Pool from Languedoc. Ooh, Pique Pool. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I got, uh, it, Pique Pool is the, um, is the varietal. Yeah. It's also the appellation. Yeah. It's also the title of what I assume is some sort of, like, dominatrix porno. Yeah, story. Mm-hmm. Based on, like, called... La Domitienne. Yeah. Wait, it's about gaslighting? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's just a woman uh, that's, you know, telling you she's not fucking you in the ass when, in fact, she is. Mm. You're just like, I, th- I think you're lying to me. Yeah, she's like, you're crazy. I <laughs> yeah, even I'm, not, I'm not shoving a wine bottle up your ass. What are you talking no, about? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the Shia LaBeouf, you know, right? <laughs> I, was, I don't <laughs> well this is one of my failings that just as a person i suppose as i laugh at things i don't completely understand um are you referring to like the recent allegations of like domestic what? abuse against him well, no i would never <laughs> don't <laughs> referring to the fact that he's like in in a really like sort of just completely sad way the sort of voice of a generation like marlon brando figure our generation deserves because he's just somebody who's been broken since childhood yes okay well you know yeah yeah, yeah. a little column a, a little column b <laughs> no, why not? A little call me daddy 
one yeah. of those wines that like I've never had a good one, but I've been like I will keep trying it until. I yeah, I bought this from uh, the local. The local. Uh, do you have grocery outlet out there? I think I've asked this no. on the podcast before. No, no. You, you can't. You can't buy. And I think you have. Yeah. Stores. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grocery outlet is our local. Like, hey, this was about to go expired, so we'll just send it mm. to a shop where, like, if you walk up saying, like, hey, this is expired, can I get a discount on it? The the person behind the uh, check stand will be like, sure, and then they'll ring it up and not pl- plug anything in. They'll just sell it to you, and you'll be like, oh, you didn't discount Hell it, and they'll yeah. be like, sure. <laughs> and, <you> just... <laughs> and then you're just supposed to leave because you've you've tried. And failed, and that's. Flip it upside down. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, so yeah. To, to not talk about what we're actually going to talk about, I'm drinking a. Let's not do it. A, a, a uh, white from uh, Languedoc by Mas Julian, which mm-hmm. is a uh, wine imported by Rosenthal, and uh, it's very good. Does uh, its name translate to more Julian? Yeah, exactly. Okay. They had an Perfect. insatiable thirst for a man named Julian. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, I can't, I, I, I'm not going any further with that, because I'm distracted yeah, by how pretty yeah. this label is. Oh, nice. Yeah. The one on the, the, uh, Languedoc? Yeah, yeah, on the Australian. And, uh, it's 2012, and it has aged, like, have you ever had, like, a, like, a, a Chateau de Pop Blanc with age on it? Or like a, like a Southern Rhone White with age on it? No. Oh, man, it gets this really cool, like, that. the acid's, like still really high and like you know like rings through pretty clearly but like it has this like uh you ever have like the the lemon flavored jellos you like mean the just lemon like... or lime jellos <laughs> nah i can't say i have tom but no. tell me more honestly i'm curious <laughs> about the lemon because flavored I, jellos. So, so i just got because there's like the 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 t- the when you eat Jello, they make flavored Jello. Of course, my yeah. dog. <laughs> no, I'm just being an ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, anyway, but so, so yeah, like if you ever eat Jello and you like, um, and you don't just take a bite, you'll take you like mash it up to get the tiny little squares. That texture is kind of like what a lot of like Southern Rhone like richer whites have when they get aged on. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it, it's okay. sort of like 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 a gelatinous texture, but not like you're just like. It's hard to describe. anyway, yeah. but it also has that like kind of uh, like gelatinous like Jello flavor of like lemon fruit on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but that's what it tastes like to me, and it's fucking really good. Yeah, and it's like saline and. Uh, I definitely don't have that exact palette of words or vocabulary, <laughs> but it tastes like white grape juice, and that shit is bomb. So let me tell you that. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, that wine is a one in my book for it's sure. It's delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I mean to be fair, like. Lemon Jello is not exactly like the most refined. Uh, mm. I was taking my like my master song exam, and I was I told them. You know, yeah, lemon Jello like, flavor. That's not on the multiple choice. No, no, not really. Yeah, uh, damn. No, not usually. So you just circle in every bubble yeah. neck that you think it tastes I would, like. I would, I would love to like get. Uh, I would love to like get there earlier, like to fuck up my chances of passing that test by just like getting there and like, knowing somebody yeah. and like writing my own answers into the multiple choice sheet, like. And yeah. Like choice E for all of them, like handwritten. Yeah. In, yeah. And filling it out with pen, and they're like, "Yep." Yeah. No, we can't accept this because you just have to fill out the scantron. And yeah. Like you know, I think you're missing the point here. They're like, "No, we're not. We're not going to acknowledge <laughs> I... your bullshit answers. We're just going to like, you know, just cancel you based on the technicality." Mm. I yeah. I would honestly give 
just about anything to see like Jansen Robinson describe a uh, describe a wine as like um, you know like a fruit gusher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know yeah, yeah. one of the one of the like two tone ones where it's you know it's one thing on the outside and then a different flavored mm-hmm. juice on the inside. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to have gushers until like far too late. I was yeah. that's what I thought in my mind. I was like, I don't think Tom's had a gusher, bro, knowing yeah. his upbringing. <laughs> my man grows mad plants and stuff like that. Like one time I've showed up at his house and he's like, "Yo, bro, I got you a gift, dude. I'm so proud of it, dude. It's a it's two pieces of garlic." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was a gag at first and I was going with it. He's like, "No, actually take it home and put it on some bread, bro." And it was delicious, but like I've never gotten garlic before as a gift, is all I'm saying. Yeah, you were a little offended at first. As opposed to if you'd shown up and Tom had handed you two packets of Gushers and been like, yeah, put it on toast. It's lit. We'll snort that shit right now. Because <laughs> 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 um, no, Gushers, I, like, I had them like three times, maybe, as a kid. And now, anytime I like think of them, I just have moments of being like, "Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like I was robbed of like the American dream as the thing that like is has basically been reduced to a, a set of sensory experiences mm. between the ages of like five and twelve, yes. when you can really appreciate like the Transformers movies, absolutely, <laughs> and eat fucking gushers and just be like, "Yeah, this is the tits." Yeah. Just like watching Shia LaBeouf run after uh, Megan Fox and just being mm. like, "Yeah, that's love." That's it right there. <laughs> yeah, she has half that's a thumb, what, but I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you drinking the uh, Vin de Pay uh, de la de l'Erlau uh, Erlau Blanc? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a bottle we have open. It's very good, but we also have Pays two, two board. Yeah. Pays yeah. De Harold De Harold. Her Herald. Herald. Herald Blanc. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. White wine. Yeah. But uh yeah. If you ever see so it's imported by uh Rosenthal. If you ever like you're at a wine shop and you don't know anything in there and you see this this label on the back of the wine. Fire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just know you're like I came in here spending fifteen dollars on a bottle of wine, we're turning turning bottles around until you see that, you're like, Oh, it's a white wine? I'm gonna like it or something like that, you know. But like, yeah. you go by certain importers. Like, there are a couple yeah. other ones that are really good, but Rosenthal's wines are like just, just top tier, fucking delicious. Like every price point, it's they're incredible. So they don't. The sad thing is they don't do any German wines. Like they don't import any Rieslings. Mm. Actually, no. I think they might work with like one or two like Alsatian producers, which is like technically France, but culturally like half and half between France and Germany. And they might do some Rieslings there. And, uh, but they, they don't, they don't work with any German producers, but if they did bring in Rieslings from Germany, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to send them hate mail and bags of dog shit every day. Nah. I mean. Every day on fire until, until they get German wine. And, and you know. I think it might be more effective to just send them, send them German flags in the mail with notes that just say, why not? Mm hmm. Yeah. You do that. Or, right, here's what you do. Yeah. Leverage the podcast against them, right? You Ooh. say, listen, okay, we get dummy viewers, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen our Instagram stories about our analytics, but yeah. you would not believe. Off the charts. We are underestimating vastly. <laughs> and growing rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. Like, listen. So. 
if you don't want no problems bad reviews or any more bags of flaming dog shit sent on the chitney in the city <laughs> yeah to, to arrive at your city location in which case it'll be yeah then you know get some german wines <laughs> or else or else yeah <laughs> Yeah, the or else really seals the deal there, but <laughs> really got it. Yeah, stuck the landing, Ted's. Yeah, or else. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's just like a handwritten note, but then at the end, in like cut out letters from a magazine, you've t- pasted or else. Wow. Yeah. It's like so they know you're. Yeah, the other stuff, the other stuff, it's like. Like, clearly you've gotten ink on your fingers and you're like your ink fingerprints are all over the paper but you've made sure to make it look menacing on the orals yeah. yeah 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 they know you're not fucking around mm-hmm. they'll be too scared to go after you <laughs> exactly so if you listen to this rosenthal you know what time it is new york <laughs> yeah <laughs> got a notification the oh no i thought it was the corte patreon because i'm only subscribed to two patreons okay mm, mm-hmm. number one what's is the other the greatest one? greatest wine podcast of all time corte right yep yeah 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 and the other ones the only is, wine podcast of all time basically yes. to, in my knowledge at least <laughs> exactly <laughs> as far as anybody should be concerned <laughs> so yeah but what's the other one uh it's called F- flagrant two you know Flavor two. Yeah. Noisy buckets. It's about like dudes who like it's just like a montage of like the greatest sports moments of like like uh the dude who like two piece Kobe in the face and he's like a bench player. So like the fact that he like to Kobe two piece them is like legit. So they just go over I, I like like obscure niche shit like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. But that's not why you like court tank. No court is not obscure niche. No, it is never that no. bro. It is- we discussed the single yeah. most essential material good produced by mankind. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Furbies. And also sometimes wine. <laughs> Mostly rainbow Furbies. Mm. Mostly rainbow Furbies. I, I yeah. run a uh, repair shop. I focus exclusively uh-huh. on 2002 Furbies. I'm yeah. trying to get into Retouching the specifically game? the violets in their... In their pelts. Exactly. Yes, Furby pelts. <laughs> I have a, a warehouse of Furby pelts. Yeah. And eyes. Wait, no, just are eyelashes. Furbies... Oh, God, those things are creepy as shit, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there still a Furby game? Is there still, like, you know... Are they like Beanie Babies, where they're a collector's item? For sure. I know somebody collects them. Yeah. I don't know if they're the thing to collect, but it's, like, everything's cyclical, so they'll come back in style. Yeah, like, yeah. right now, the hotness is Pokemon cards... Give it another, like, year, it'll be Beanie Babies, and then after that, Furbies. So that's why I'm saying, let's invest in the warehouse now, bro. I'm down to whatever, bro. That's what the Wheel of Fortune was like. The Wheel of Fortune is literally a stock, you know, stock option sort of, like, spinner. And Mm -hmm. it's got, like, different, in each pie slice of it, there's, like, different layers where it's, like, the actual material good, and it's something like coffee or rubber. It's like the commodity you should be trading, and then yeah. as you go down, it's like more and more niche shit. And then at the bottom, it's like, look, these are the things you trade on that like amazing returns, but you have got to you've got to already have inroads with the market 
mm-hmm. if you're going to cash in on it. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, Furbies are right in there. Oh, or, you yeah. Know. yeah. I say what we got to do. Trick the Dutch so that Tulips 2.0 is just Furbies. So they have an entirely Furby-based economy. <laughs> the most valuable Furbies end up being ones that have, like, rare diseases that haven't been <laughs> diagnosed because people don't know sh- enough about their, you know, biology yet. Exactly. Yeah, but the those diseases are actually just a three year old who tore patches out of its fur. <laughs> mm-hmm. that yeah, sounds like most Furbies, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mid condition Furbies, worthless. Yeah. Because you no, need three year olds in the year two thousand to have ripped them yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we're drinking Bordeaux. Bordeaux. <laughs> Bordeaux. So yeah. Bordeaux. Um, we had a very sad Merlot episode, yeah. so we're going to make up for that today by drinking Merlot woo, woo. and being happy. Yeah, I'm, my Merlot, uh, my Bordeaux, my Bordeaux, my Bordeaux is 65% Merlot. Nice. Mm. This yeah. one we're drinking, one of which we're drinking is 60% Merlot, 20%, 5% Cab, 15% Cab Franc. Uh, Ooh, I'm working with 65, 25 caps off, 10% cap front. So. And this other one, uh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. It's uh, definitely right bank, so I'm, it's going to have more uh, Merlot. Left bank, cab dominant. Okay. Cap so dominant, right bank, Merlot dominant. Okay. So and what does that mean to the layman? Break it down for me. So, so it kind of depends on... Boring! Bordeauxing. Exciting. I was gonna make a really exciting, emotional. I was gonna make you tear up. Do it. I was no. I'm not going to anymore. I was going to, but make him feel the way he would if you were ripping a Furby's head off in front of him. (laughs) I'm not that mean. I'm I'm not that terrible person. Despite what uh, other other quote unquote wine podcasts say I am. Because a byline, (laughs) just Tom. Has been known to stomp on Tamagotchi. What time was that? What time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotta cut that out. Don't Sorry, say buddy. My name, bro. Yeah. That dude. That's gonna be it. Ball rabbit. Fuck. Beep. It's a dog shit podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, it was good about that, and then I just. If you want, if you want his social security number, it's yep. uh, <laughs> one, two, three. Four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine. You, that one you just need to th- throw in a boot over all of that, just like a. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna remove it. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Gonna take mm-hmm. that for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Chateau fucking Pontiti Bilgraves. Chateau. <laughs> What's so funny about that? <laughs> the Graves part. Oh, nice. Yeah. So anyway, right. So you were asking me a question, and I was trying to answer it, and then you incredibly. Why? That never happened. You cut that out of the rudely. podcast. No, I didn't. No, I'm, I incorporated did. the fa- I made you actually sound ruder in oh. the podcast. Yeah. Cork taint. The entire podcast where the entire thing is cut out and then replaced with back, uh, or sorry, re-recorded bits. <laughs> That's it. That's fire. I like that. Yeah. Actually. yeah. It's like a, it's a, we've, we've somehow remixed the episode before you've even finished it, which is profound, honestly. Right. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Ground yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Sometimes we'll record like thirty minutes of the Patreon episode before we even get to talking about the wine. So you know. Yeah, and that's all intentional. Also need to 
edit that part out so people don't know what's going on behind the curtain. Mm, I'm not going to do that. Anyway, We're so, like the Wizards of Oz. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so what that means for layman, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Capsov is more like more tannic yeah. and more like acidic. And it's just kind of like a bigger wine. Okay. And then uh, Merlot tends to be like a little bit like softer mouthfeel, um, a little more like plush and a little more like mild and like smoother. Okay. And um, the on the right bank, there are some regions that are like Pomerol that are like very expensive, but more likely than not on the right bank, you're going to find wines that are like much less expensive and much more affordable. And like in terms of like, like bank for your buck type deal, go for the right bank. Yeah. Left bank is where like all the most famous producers pretty much um, in Bordeaux. There's some on the right bank that are more famous, but like the majority of the big famous super expensive producers are on the left bank. And they're not like, I haven't had a, t- had a ton of those because it's like Bordeaux, at least to me, is something like when it's young, it's not that interesting, but when it's old, it can be super cool. Yeah. But so like this one is young and, but this one is like, you know, six years old. So it's not like super old. But it definitely has some age on it enough to like give you an idea of what age Bordeaux is kind of like. Yeah. So, um, so we're drinking one of which is that we're drinking is uh, Bordeaux Rouge by I don't actually know the name of the producer. Uh, Le Carlet, L E S C A R R E L E T S is the name of the wine. I don't see the name of a producer on here. It just says Bordeaux Rouge. But so this is the sixty percent Merlot, twenty five percent Cab, so fifty percent Cab Franc. How did you spell it again? Goddamn. L-E-S space C-A-R-R-E-L-E-T-S. So actually, there's a funny story about, uh, do you know the, the wine bar Le Cave in Portland? Mm, no. It's like a, a, a super, like, it's a thorough natural wine bar. The people in there, I, I met a guy who, who worked there. It was, was, it was very nice. But, like, the, the whole place is very much like we're a very, like, trendy, like, wine bar. What he was saying was that, like, it's very funny because... They like whatever they open and stuff, and then they realized like after a couple months, like it was just like there were hardly any men there. And the guy was like, "Oh, cool," you know, just like all women. And more and more, he was like, "It's just all women here. Like, what's going on?" And then they found out that Lake Havre is spelled L E S space C A V E S, which is like les caves. <laughs> so they just like assumed it was a lesbian wine bar. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, shit. It took, it took people to point that out. But, well, uh, you know, I, as a serious wine drinker, would want to go there and to not be harassed by all of these ladies just grabbing my ass at the wine bar. fucking broads. It's like the inverse of, like, why girls like going dancing at gay bars because they don't get groped. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's just a bunch of, like, serious songs who are all going to lesbian wine bars. Yeah. You stop being harassed and taken advantage of for our knowledge of this fine wine. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so, right, so you smell this, right? And uh, obviously everybody's tasting notes are, like, <clears throat> different and stuff. It would be easier for you to do, like, a side-by-side. But, like, the, the fruit sm- f- smells, like, pretty, like... And this was the younger one, right? This is the younger one, yeah. Okay, so it yeah. smells like... And you smell it's, like, mostly fruit mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of, like, punchy fruit, you know, like, yeah. like fresh fruit. Yeah, it literally tastes like fruit. Like, yeah. like it was fruit, like not even like a yeah. month ago. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, like typically wines, 
in their youth are much like fruitier and as they get old they get more like savory the fruits sort of start oh, to fade okay. and it's more like savory aromas or like earthy aromas or like non-fruit aromas um so this yeah it's just like mostly fruit but this kind of has the the flavor that the fruit flavors that i would kind of associate more with cab than like merlot so merlot is more like plum and kind of stuff and cab can be more like blackberry and like uh like like uh black like currant and those sort of like darker yeah like berries and stuff mm -hmm. and merlot is more like juicy and like plush and like biting to like fresh plum kind of thing. yeah um, yeah so, since so like merlot is like blue purple fruit cabs like red black fruit okay mm -hmm. like, yeah i feel like the tannins on here are kind of like they're they're like they're kind of strong yeah. but they're they're in a way where that's like they're not just like bold but they kind of are like like uh kind of like aggressive a little yeah bit. And, um, no, it's like a, a fat chick at the, at the club who's twerking. It's yeah. like, woo, that's a whole lot yeah, going on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 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 Those are, yeah, exactly. Those are kind of tiny. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why my mind jumped that way. Yeah. Uh, no, you just no, like, just looking, just like looking at that going like, ah, I don't, I don't. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> this is the guy just standing there, just like trying to come up with. <laughs> oh, that's just... great. <laughs> I love that. That is, yeah, that's that's young wine tenants, I would say. Mm -hmm. That's pretty sum, sums kind of sums them up. Mm -hmm. Another thing, so th this is gonna be like something everybody's like sensitive to to stuff in like different amounts. Yeah, but um, for. Cavron for me for some reason like jumps out because it's like but if I, I've told you about the, the snow gloves right I think with Cavron uh you have I'm forgetting what the where you went with it okay so so for me like Cavron specifically like sometimes it's from Chinon but other regions too it's like you have like like uh, gloves on in uh, like the winter and it's like those sort of like synthetic like uh Synthetic, synthetic cotton kind of like texture and you go over your outside and you like make a snowball right and you eat the snow off your gloves and the smell of the gloves with the snow together mm. that's what i get in like if even if there's like 10 percent cab franc in a wine yeah i can smell it and i'm like is there cab franc in here like how do you like i don't know for some reason that one aroma leaps out of me yeah and so cab soap can have that a little bit because uh, cab franc is like the parent grape of Cab so so they bred Cab Franc in Sauvignon Blanc to make Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, okay. So there are certain properties of yeah. Cab Franc in Cabernet Sauvignon. Merlot is a completely different thing. Gotcha. But, yeah. Um, Cab Franc though is a it's a wild cat of a grape. Like oh, it's, Cab it can do so some good. yeah, but it awesome. it can do some wild stuff. Yeah. Because I I know out of all the reds that I've ever had, mm -hmm. uh, the one you just said Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That one I I've enjoyed before a lot, but. Mm -hmm. Like rarely, like sometimes it'll hit, sometimes it misses. So yeah, yeah I don't yeah. go for that too frequently. Exactly, yeah. that's yeah. exactly that's the kind of thing where like, like if we're gonna talk Bordeaux, like out of the Bordeaux grapes, which are mainly like there's a bunch of other ones, but mainly like Cab Sauv, Cab Franc, and Merlot. Mm -hmm. I would say like Cab Franc is the most reliably good, at least mm -hmm. for like my palate and your palate's pretty similar. So I probably yeah. prefer you too. And then comes like at least Merlot from like Bordeaux. Yeah, and probably Cab Sauv because. So at least this is talking when they're young. Yeah. Because when they age on them, it's a lot more mellow and it's completely different. Yeah. But when they're young, yeah. it is like very in your face. Yeah. It's like, this is too, this is too much. I got Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, yeah. And so it's actually good because this is the other one is eighty percent Merlot or eighty five percent Merlot or something. So we can do that as a comparison. So um, yeah, wait, boom. What are you drinking? So I'm drinking uh, uh, Les Eaux de Lagarde. Um, so L E S H A U T S D E L A G A R D E. Um, and this I picked it up because it was uh, for one thing cheap, and for the other made with organic grapes, and I wanted to see what that kind of came across like. Because honestly, I'm kind of impressed with this wine because it's not like it's lighter body than I was expecting slightly like the cab influence i think was both from the soft but then also the cab franc is it a weird bottle shape Mm-mm. no no oh huh it only looks like um online oh maybe because it's like a if you can find uh naturalmerchants.com has it on their um thing then they've got this little like cardboard thing on the neck to like basically make a big deal out of the fact that it's made with organic grapes oh okay I was thinking that that yellow, that that green part was part of the bottle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not. No, it it's looks just really a cardboard weird. thing yeah. sitting on top. Okay, I thought it was some yeah. bottle shape. Never mind. I was not paying yeah. attention. Yeah. I was like, that's a weird bottle no shape. No worries. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, so it's uh, vinified in stainless steel, which is uh-huh. probably part of it. Uh-huh. Part of its, like, uh, frankly, I am enjoying drinking this way more than I expected to, because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Bordeaux. <laughs> um, Why is that? But this is like, I, you know, I didn't even spend $15 on this bottle of wine, and it's it, it's compelling. Like, I yeah. think it'd go really well with, uh, like, duck breast would mm-hmm. be kind of phenomenal, because then, like, the sort of saline tannins would be interacting with the more, like, the dark meat kind of mm-hmm. uh, yeah. flavor profile, the iron-rich stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's clean. It's um it's got like great bright red fruit stuff going on. The Merlot is mostly um like I I bet they had to pick it like kind of early. Mm-hmm. Cuz the Merlot stuff that like it's not got that like plush over exposed character. Like it's got mm-hmm. very sort of high static tannins that really linger like right in the middle of your tongue. Mm-hmm. But um it's uh but yeah, it's 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 nice. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah. What's going on over there? The I'm just, no, I just am I just am I just throwing out way too much like jargony stuff? Nah, yeah, I'm I into was saying it. yeah, and I started saying yeah, and then I googled pictures of sad Drake, and then I just started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is so sad. Though. This is oh, so sad. God. I realize that this is. I realize that this is completely unnecessary, but um, fuck Drake, that guy is just... absolutely dog. That's what I'm talking about, my G. <laughs> he's going on. Uh, uh, it's like he's uh, he just I don't. I, people have like tried to explain to me why that's a, a, a an opinion. That they have, and I'm, like, my, I think the first time that I thought that, just kind of uh, instinctually, I, he was watching something, and there were, like, people watching him watch something, or, like, he was up on this, like, stage thing, where he had, like, a couch or something, and a big TV, mm-hmm. but then there were people watching him mm-hmm. do that, 
maybe. I don't remember what the what it was. Like maybe it was a big screening of like a basketball game or the Grammys or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I just yeah. remember realizing that he's like one of the best examples of just like a celebrity who's been like oh fuck it i don't need to like try anymore i can just be famous and that's enough yep yeah but like at a preposterous scale like just that's like what his music is too like he's just so famous it's like oh i'm just gonna hop on a track with whoever you know and i'm gonna put them to sleep like this (laughs) and everyone's like yeah that shit's 10 out of 10 bro number one (laughs) billboard charts and everybody's gonna listen to it because he's on it it doesn't matter what he does it's just like oh shit he's on here yeah that's one of the other things i hold against him is like he's an example of somebody who's like music i've realized i am actually familiar with because it just like penetrates so deeply into pop culture that you Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, if you've gone into a supermarket a, a given number of times, you will have heard High something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, like, and that is such a great, ooh, that per- particular music video is such a great example of, like. He knew what he was doing. Okay, but, like. He went in front yeah. of a green screen and was, like, doing dance moves to, like, you know, make memes that's out not of not me. Even, that's not even, like, a fucking, I mean, parts of it aren't even a fucking green screen. It's, like, I, we've got this white room uh, that we haven't even, like. Put any of the like backing up to make it seem like you know one of those advertising space- spaces where there are no seams. It's just like white. He's like, oh, you have some like pastel colored lights. Cool. I'll practice a dance for like five minutes and then tell people. Not even dog. Show it. Not even five. Just improvise bro. over this. <laughs> ah, oh, love yeah, it. But the like the he so. Uh, you know, we can we can if we want in the style that I try to bring to the podcast in a very ungainly way. Try to wrap this back into mm. being sort of metaphorical about the wine. Yeah, I appreciate this wine that I'm drinking because it's obvious that there was like significant intention behind it. Like it's uh, mm-hmm. they are growing their grapes organically, which is tricky. They uh, they're making a wine that is. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Why is it so tricky to grow organic grapes? Well, so there. What part of this that I should admit to is I don't know the specific rules in France around organic uh, vineyard management. Yeah, it might be. Um, it might be quite different than it is in the U.S. I know that there are different rules about organic wine making in uh, the European mm-hmm. Union than there are in the United States, um, and some of them are substantial in terms of their impact on winemaking. Others are sort of aesthetic. But um, as far as growing grapes goes, uh, committing to organics on a base level means you're not using herbicides uh, and you're not using pesticides. Um, Those are sort of the two main things you can assume. And you're not using like systemic fungicides. So fungicides that um, destroy the ability of fungal pathogens to reproduce as opposed to fungicides like elemental sulfur, which create a toxic condition in which they try to reproduce, but don't fundamentally alter, like, the um, cellular structure of the plant uh, or the, the organisms trying to grow in the um, environment. So as far as, and I, I'm sure if I, like, started reading about this wine early enough, I could probably um, have learned something about French organic uh, certification <laughs> and talk about it like somebody who, you know, knows things and researches stuff. But, um... No need. Yes, Wait, but can I but, ask a question real well, quick? Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you say like 
you can't use herbicides or pesticides. So like whatever, I do like a bunch of like organic, like gardening and farming and stuff. And like th- there are things that are just like naturally occurring that are like herbicides and pesticides and they're, they're, they're not synthetic. So is the distinction yeah. like between like synthetic yeah. herbicides and pesticides? But yeah, sorry, I that, that's so. I should have said that. Yeah, because okay. yeah. um, well, I, I don't know because it's not, I don't know like I don't, I don't know about like what's specific to like in, like maybe you you're not allowed to use like neem oil or something for like grape growing. Like, I don't you know. Oh, and that's one of the things that's kind of funny is like a lot of um, for mite control, a lot of people try to. Well, actually, I think people say they use like stylet oil. Mm-hmm. To and other mineral oils to control mites, mm-hmm. but they can actually like increase your issues with mites. Yeah. And like basically, organic farming is just saying like, yeah, we're gonna actually get some certification behind the idea because there are all kinds of producers who don't get certified for organics, um, just because they don't want to limit themselves or they don't want to pay someone to come cer- certify them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, so there are lots and lots of like organically managed vineyards in the world. Mm-hmm. Or even biodynamically managed vineyards that are not certified as such, because yeah. like with biodynamics, there's, you know, you either um, get certified by Demeter or um, you pray enough to Sorath that he intervenes <laughs> on your behalf and changes like licensing laws. You know, um, it can never really hurt to pray to Sorath every once in a while. But, uh, I'm not saying I mean, it can I physically hurt because the only way to properly pray to Sorath is to stare directly at the sun for an <laughs> that's hour. True. But, uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just the fact that they are farming organically and they have that certified says a lot about like how much effort they're putting into the vineyard. Exactly. Yeah. And then there are a bunch of things that even if you are farming organically, uh, you could still be doing that. I would be like, uh, you know, that's not ideal, but yeah. that's a whole long, complicated yeah. list of. That's Bullshit. True, I think uh, like one thing about organic like grape growing, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, is that like there is it's a really bold commitment because like there are people who a lot of people who do who are like yeah no we're gonna use we're gonna be like organic but we're gonna have this stuff in case like it's a really terrible harvest and yeah yeah we're risking losing yeah. everything if we don't have that like on deck over here and then being organic farming is like no we're not like we can't yeah we, we are yeah. not gonna do that yeah. It's like, fuck, well, yep. I guess you're just really fucking rolling the dice here. You're going to do everything it's you just, can. It doesn't seem like the best business practice to be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> insects, animals, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You just come and eat my, you know, grapes, whatever. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the other parts of it that I, I, I admire is that it is not a business first choice <laughs> um, to yeah. make. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. And, yeah, th- there are... Um, uh, then there are some other like sort of like uh, consumer and so one of the main things that like I always say about it as a concept that I care about is that if you say you're making your wine with organic grapes, you're inherently more interested in caring about the water table of where your farm is mm. than somebody who doesn't. Like you, you take that more seriously and you yeah. take more seriously like the ecosystem of things that exist around your vineyard and also in it. Uh, especially with like insects, like you were saying, mm-hmm. then somebody who's just like no, because f- people spray like Roundup in vineyards. That oh, yeah. happens. What's all Roundup? Time. Roundup. Uh, Roundup is like the major. So when people like talk shit on Monsanto, yeah, Roundup is the best example of that. So like or GMOs generally. 
Um, the be- the major example in like U.S. agriculture would be Roundup Ready corn, and I think also soybeans. I don't know yeah. so much about like soybean practices, but there was a particular weevil that would destroy corn crops. Yeah. But they were able to genetically modify corn not to prevent the weevil from um, uh, wanting to eat them, but uh, to allow the corn to survive the whole field getting sprayed with Roundup, which would you know. Um, or maybe, was it Roundup that was for this? Maybe it was some yeah. other insecticide. No, Roundup takes out a bunch of uh, uh, other plant competition as well. So that's like kind of a bonus because it means that like all of the material in the soil can go just to the corn instead of anything else trying to grow there. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah, uh, they, they, you, Monsanto was like, well, fuck it. Let's not sell people seeds that have inherently solved the problem through genetic modification let's sell people seeds that have solved the product in the sense that solved the problem in the sense that they can buy another product from us that will then solve the problem and what we did to genetically modify this thing is make it so that if in fact they've planted anything that is not the stuff that we sold them you know in terms of like seed material uh the other thing we sell them to solve the problem the roundup will kill all of that as well so you're basically locked into farming exactly the stuff they sell you uh, because you have to use Roundup on it yeah. to avoid this problem. And and then on top of that, if you're farming next to somebody who's not using Monsanto seeds, but some of your seeds blow into their pasture and propagate into the next season, they will sue that farmer for infringing on their copyright on the genetically modified organism. So this is like yeah. so many it's, layers to yeah, that bullshit that's yeah. fucking awful. But- yeah. Roundup's like terrifying because it's like what people like if you if you have like a stone pathway or something, you have a bunch of weeds yeah. in between there and you don't want to like get on your hands and knees and pull the weeds out, you just spray Roundup and it'll kill like anything. Yeah. So it's like yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is basically like this will just kill any plant life. Yeah. So it's, it's the, just the yeah. the the concept of like, yeah, no, we're just gonna engineer this corn so that we can spray like poison on it and yeah. it'll die. Yeah. It's like Yep. Okay, but is that poison like going into the corn? It's like, just shut up, man. Don't I mean, it. obviously it is, yeah. but like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are are we roundup ready humans? It's like, sh- again, shut your mouth. Just shut, shut up. up. <laughs> If enough people get cancer, and eventually the gene pool will thin out, and we will be. So just shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's literally it, it, a game plan. Yeah. Literally a manifesto like, that's like, kill how you know, a hundred percent off of the humans off or whatever. But. Mm-hmm. No, it, 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 it is weirdly, and this is, like, not, I'm not trying to say that this is, like, a hard, fast conspiracy theory. Like, there's a room full of people, like, planning this. But it is, like, backwards engineered eugenics, where it's just like, yeah, we just kill off people that this is a problem for. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, yep. uh, and another thing about all of this that's, like, fucking nuts, and I think Monsanto is the company that, like, designed these. Fucking, um, Agent Orange... Uh huh. Yeah, like being used in Vietnam. Part of it getting used in Vietnam was just to test it out as a defoliant. And there mm. were other things in that series, <laughs> like agents. I think like purple, blue, pink, and white. Mm. Um, there maybe were Asian a couple purple. others as well. Yeah, they <laughs> were. They were just like ah, these just don't work as well. So they tried them out, and they're like fuck it. But they also didn't yeah. get as much press because they didn't fuck with people as bad. Yeah. 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 But what, yeah, what, man. No. Agent Purple versus Agent Orange. Agent. You're saying didn't get as much press. Well, yeah, well. What? Uh, Agent yeah, no. Like the people know about Agent Orange. Some, you know, to some extent, as like something we were dropping on Vietnam. Mm. Um, 
but uh, Agent like Purple is another one that you know we were also dropping on Vietnam <laughs> on one level to like did uh, double. Yeah, <laughs> we were, but the, they were like using different ones partially just to sort of see how they worked because we didn't really know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> to bring that so, back oh, to the delicious white that we're having right organics now. Organics are Honestly. good. Organics are a good thing that you should care about, even if they are more expensive and all of that stuff. And some of them are kind of bullshit because they're owned by the same companies that are bad but fucking it is important for things to like be farmed with yeah. that minimal interventionist like stuff <laughs> yes sir yeah, yeah. and also war crimes are bad they are they are indeed hot take war crimes. hot take <laughs> Not good. Hot and take. that's why i listen to the pod honestly just for the take, bro. yeah this is a boiling the boiling take yeah. War crimes, um, not good. Even when they're perpetuated by our government. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Mm. Or perpetrated. My, it's something. Perpetu- I've had a couple glasses of Bordeaux. Perp- perpetuated. Purple to traded. Perpetu- Agent purple traded. Agent purple petuated. Petru- anyway, so the Agent older- purple flying so- people cancer. Oh, yeah, we never Petru- even petru- talked about so, it. Yeah, both. so we didn't talk about it. So the other one, the 2014, is yeah. Chateau Pontete Belgrave. And uh, Grav de so G R A V E S. Oh no no don't don't spell it for me yet. No, 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 I want to no. see if I can. Okay okay. Get it right. No, I wasn't spelling that. I was spelling the appellation. So Grav. Oh, okay. Is a actually is this even is this even right back? This might be left back. Let me see. Hold up. Hold up. I'm gonna pull the text sheet up. Pull the text sheet up. I think <laughs> this is left bank actually. I'm full of shit. Oh, this is like man, because bro. Okay, so, you so capping, bro. So I was, but Grav de Vira, G R A V E S D E V A Y R E S. So Grav G R A V E S is one of the main regions in Bordeaux. Grav okay. and Medoc, M E D O C. Those are like more or less the two main regions on the left bank. But there are other like small little like satellite 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 appellations. Uh, this is one of them, and uh, because they don't have like one of the reasons that like Margot can charge a ton of money for for their wines is because it says like Margot on there, uh-huh. and you know Margot is good. So some random producer Margot can charge a lot more on average than somebody from this Appalachian can. Yeah. So yeah, these guys do organic farming as well. Oh, at, I think these shit. guys do too. Yeah. Actually, son of a fucking bitch. Hey, we're out People here saving the world. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Somebody got to do it. We're out here. <laughs> so, these are, so these are, so yes, but, but this one, right, 2014, this wine, um. Yeah, no, you could definitely taste the, like, the age on it a little yeah, bit, for yeah. sure, you like, immediately, the, like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. absolutely, and it has, like, the tannins on it aren't as harsh, but it's a more, because it also has more Merlot, and the tannins in Merlot tend to be more, like, kind of, like, plush and softer and, like, yeah. silkier. Yeah. Um, and it has a little bit more of that, like, earthiness kind of stuff to it. It's not just all fruit when you smell it in the beginning. And um, the reason the label's all fucked up is because when I like ordered this, it was during the summer, and they like packed a bunch of ice packs in there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like like a super heat wave when they like sent it, but then like I don't know because I got this from uh, North Berkeley Imports, which is a really good shop um, out in Berkeley, and they like sent it, and all of a sudden like when they were shipping it, it was like because you know we have that gate at my house. Yeah. FedEx refuses to open. It. <laughs> so every time they're like nobody's home, it's like everybody was home. <laughs> so then they kept leaving the note. 
But now when you call FedEx, like, you can't talk to a person. Yeah, no. So, so that was a whole fucking nightmare. Literally, that's been my entire day, Tom. <laughs> just waiting on a FedEx package. I live in fucking, I, redacted, but, like, listen, I live yeah. in a place where we don't send, send mail. There's no, like, you can't get street mail, right? Right, right. So if I'm getting FedEx, uh-huh. right, it has to go to a P.O. box. But right. what's that? They don't deliver the P.O. boxes. <laughs> oh, now I'm not getting my money back. So, yeah, that's no. been my life yeah, for the exactly. past few <laughs> FedEx workers respond to going into a post office the way that vampire does to sunlight. Oh, absolutely. Which, of course, I'm referring to the Twilight mythos where they just get really shiny and shimmery. They just don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. As opposed to the steaming kind. Tom, did you ever see that movie, yeah. Twilight? Twilight? Yeah, let's break that down real quick. <laughs> We're writing that down. Yeah. We're, We're breaking, breaking it, down. it all the way down uh, right now. Uh, just so, wait, <laughs> part of why I made that joke is the other night, uh, my girlfriend and I... Got super high and watched the Ew. very last Ew. movie. Girlfriend? <laughs> Yucker! Ew! Ew. Cooties. <laughs> you have cooties, bro? I mean... It's fucking uh, disgusting. If you're referring to various uh, venereal diseases, yes. If you're referring to... Um, if you're referring to uh, having consorted with women, no. Um, why, why don't you just get a cootie shot? It's so oh, easy. You can just do it go yourself. Get a yeah. Circle, circle, dot, dot. That's all you gotta do. It's so easy. Why have I not done this? I do. I do love that. Like you get, you get to the age of like I don't know, fifteen, and you discover that cooties was just code for HPV. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Exactly. That's true. That's fucking hilarious, dude. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh, uh, uh, no. Tom, do yourself a favor. Watch Breaking Dawn Part 2, the very last <laughs> Twilight film. That's, that's what right. we were getting into, yeah, right? right. <laughs> yeah. Breaking that Dawn movie makes zero sense, man. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the, damn, when Jacob takes off his shirt, though, it's like, oh, uh, shit. Oh, no, no Tom, shit. there is an, a, a scene you would really appreciate yeah. um, <laughs> where it... Abe, have you seen this? Have you yeah, seen this particular film? Yes. You know the you know the you know the scene where he explains to Bella's dad. He doesn't explain anything to him. He just is like, "You don't live in the world you think you do." And then he starts taking off all his clothes to turn into a werewolf in front yep. of him. But her dad has no idea what's going on the whole time, so he's just in the woods with this friend of his daughter's, who. Is in his mind like sick in the hospital or something? Yeah. And his nice. and this guy is just like, yeah, you don't live in the world you think you do. And then he starts taking off all of his clothes, <laughs> and he just keeps being like, uh, I wanna, I'm gonna go now. And he's like, no, don't, don't go. Bro. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny. That's great. Our uh, whole like yeah. generation grew up on like that being the <laughs> their ideal and standard of romantic. <laughs> You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we, uh... Oh, God, this world is fucked. <laughs> Never had a chance! Never had a chance. Generally or in the particular sense. Like, none of us are gonna know emotional fulfillment, and we're also all gonna die. <laughs> no, that's lit. That's my that's favorite awesome. part, bro. Yeah, oh, hell no, yeah. That means you can go 110% on whatever, and it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's half people who think that like romance is Edward and Bella from Twilight, and the other half who think who think of love in the same way that Tony Soprano does. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's that's it. Yep. It's just solving the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's only on the male end of things. I I don't know how women look at this conundrum, but um, they just I look ass- at dudes as just like super stupid, and they're not wrong because like the no, things that we it. obsess about. When you break it down, it is really stupid. It's like, oh wow, you got the ball in the hoop real good. He's the best. We gotta pay him the most money, you know. <laughs> we just all get obsessed about like the dumbest things ever. So, no, and the only the only guys who figured out how to market two women are ones who are like, but what about when he takes his shirt off though? Like to to get the ball in the hoop real good, he has to look really good under his shirt. Yup. <laughs> But then they're like, well, but, like, I can have that from a guy who I don't need to, like, watch put the ball in the hoop. He can just, like, take his clothes off in front of, like, his, like, friend who friend-zoned him's dad uh, mm. in this movie about <laughs> magical creatures who, like, have a demon baby that turns out to not be a demon baby. And then Michael Sheen turns in one of the most hilarious performances of all time because he's like, look, I'm just being paid to be here. The director said, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So... Someone's so going to be saying, like. So what you're saying yeah. is you want to rewatch this movie, me, you, and Tom, right now? Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, We haven't gotten in trouble yet for some sort of copyright infringement, and I would uh, love nothing more than for Stephanie Meyer to bring the entire <laughs> hammer of the Mormon church down upon us <laughs> and all of its attendant legal faculties. <laughs> Because uh, that's the other thing that's amazing as a lens, like a critical lens for the Twilight, like oeuvre, is that she's fucking Mormon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know. Okay, so <laughs> I've uh, been to Salt Lake City a bunch of times, and let me tell you, mm. Mormons yeah. are a one. Mormons in my book are like really great people. They oh, no, no. Yeah. I go to their house, they invite me over, they're playing like Capicho and Yahtzee and stuff, they feed me a meal, they're really invested in me, and they're like great yeah. people. Like I have nothing bad yeah. to say about Mormons. That's yeah. cool. It's because they want your soul, like a vampire does. Yeah. Oh. No, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mormons Mormons are super, super nice and like I grew up with a bunch of Mormons, like because this is something, and this might get into, like, some territory that maybe we edit some part of it out. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to, like, describe it in the terms that I think about it, which I don't consider offensive. But growing up, I remember being like, wow, I don't know anyone who's Jewish, mm-hmm. but I know all these Mormons. Mm-hmm. And there was this, like, community center or sort of sense to all of the Mormons that I knew. And there was this, like, kind of more cultural drive to their thing and all of the, like, young people who were a part of that thing. Then I really was like, you know, uh, that that was what I was aware of. And I was vaguely aware of the religious stuff. And as I grew up a little bit, I learned about some of that and was like, oh, that's fucking bonkers. But none of the people that I know are that serious about any of that. They're just like, yeah, you know, I, I'm supposed to not drink caffeine, but I do. But like, whatever. Yeah. Because they were like 16. And then I went to college out east and I met a bunch of Jewish people and like got to know a lot of like I had a lot of friends in college who were Jewish and stuff and like got to sort of like you know at a distance observe that there was like a similar cultural quality to all of that yeah that in both cases and it's it's why like structurally it's analogous to me because for 
Jewish people, there's birthright, and for Mormon people, there's your mission. Yeah. Trip. And they're both meant to be that moment where they sort of, like, bring you up against, like, brass tacks. And I'm like, okay, well, thought all that community, like, cultural stuff was great. If you continue to want access to some of that. Yeah. Certain parts of that, you've got to buy in now in a different way. Mm. I think that's really important, honestly. I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's 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 nuts to me because I just grew up like I my family didn't have any religion and we like none of our community stuff was based around stuff anything like that where there was like any entity out there who had any control over it. I don't think it's a coincidence, right? Like I'm I don't try to push my views on the world on anyone, but I don't think there's a coincidence that like currently the world is trying to push the world like everyone into an anti-religious place and an anti-community type of agenda where everyone's trying to work for themselves and yeah coincidentally the world is also going to shit at a ridiculously exponential rate i don't think that those two things are unrelated is all i'm saying you know yeah no there's a huge spiritual gap in people because and this and it's part of the thing that bugs me about mormonism because the thing that i like about like what i observed about like jewish friends of mine or like judaism as a you know a very loose sort of concept was like there were people who were like no yeah i think israel's like the shit and that could get a little weird pretty quickly um but then there were also a lot of people who were like no yeah like i like having the sense of community it's really nice and it's very grounding and it didn't necessarily like have a huge impact on like their politics or their um attitudes about certain things it just like was a thing that had an impact on sort of their self-awareness or sort of sense of self. Yes. In a very positive way. Yeah. And that perspective or that sort of like relationship to it, I have not observed as sort of uh, in the same proportion in Mormon people that I've known and Mormon friends of mine and stuff. Like there it's a little bit more cut and dry. I think because like it's a less sort of... um, stable institution it doesn't have the same sort of uh roots that you know judaism does (laughs) you know the torah as a document that humanity has to care about because it's so fucking old is like you know that's that's what it comes down to i think is mormonism is only like 100 200 years old though you know yeah they don't have really time to like you know if you ask a person to show you the torah and then show you really really like like pictures of like really really old versions of the torah or like talk about shit like the you know the Dead Sea Scrolls are like all kinds of like other stuff that is ancient that has yeah. to do with, you know, Hebraic traditions that exists. Whereas if somebody's like, OK, but what's the Book of Mormon based on? You get like, well, gold tablets. It's like, OK, well, where do you keep those? They no one knows where they are because <laughs> the founder <laughs> of our religion couldn't show them to anyone. And just I can't them back wait, in the bro. I literally can't wait <laughs> till I start my cult, bro. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, like, in case anyone listening to this was confused, um, we're about to hit the Patreon uh, time, Mm -hmm. so I can go ahead and plug. Go to uh, patreon.com slash corktaint. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we uh, and we're going to have to edit a little bit out, so maybe we'll run a little bit longer, but uh, go to patreon.com slash corktaint, and we'll add a new tier for anyone who's interested where it's um, uh, founding apostle. And you can be mm. written into the doctrine of the cult that we are eventually going Ooh. to start when we have the money yeah, to oh, build the lit. cellar that we want to have for, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, baptisms. And you can't see the air quotes I'm doing because this is a podcast, but, you know, 
if you if you are willing to subscribe at that level, you'll get to help uh, determine what the baptisms actually look like structurally. So, if you've got a particular sort of thing that you're not uh, you're you're not sure what the proper venue is for that, get in touch with us because we're very open minded. <laughs> yeah, get in at the uh, the ground level. Mm-hmm. We we intend to start yeah. building the structure of our podcast in sort of a sort of a. Th- Think think about a square. Yeah. But the the top two corners. Yes. Get like closer Slid and closer together. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Like that's the general idea. Like an inverse funnel. Yeah. 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 We're, sort of, we're looking yeah. to create sort of like a, a a type of enterprise that you wouldn't be ashamed to bury a an Egyptian pharaoh at the base of. Oh. Just because you want that level of grandeur. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Right, just the whole top-down approach, really. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like you ask yourself, how can we build the biggest, nicest thing with the technology available? And there are certain shapes that make it much, much easier than others. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. The strongest geometric shape, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And sometimes that has to have more sides than, like, <laughs> right. you know, two. <laughs> yeah, or three. Or three. I would love someone to just go go in on being like, no, look, it's not a pyramid scheme because it's got five sides. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, on top. Weird. Like, of course there's yeah. six because there's the yeah. bottom side. <laughs> Somebody's like, yeah, no, multi-level market. What's wrong with multi-level marketing? What company do you know of that doesn't have a CEO and then managers below that and then people who aren't managers? Like, those are levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're a marketing company or your company has a marketing department, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. No, that's yeah. literally like in. I'm I'm from like the tech world, and like Google doesn't actually have like HR people that, that they hire. They get like recruiters, and then the recruiters <clears throat> get paid off of recruiting like successful people who move up the ranks. Uh, so it's like its own pyramid scheme inside of a company, but it's legal, <laughs> and it's so weird. It's so bizarre, bro. Honestly. Uh, that's so much uh, worse than I thought it was. That's, oh, did you know uh, the Google like mantra, bro? Is just don't be evil. Like, yeah, that's just yeah, funny. yeah. They recently have gotten rid of it. They took it out of their books. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> well, that's like the uh, that's like the fucking New York Times masthead byline, or not? Maybe not byline, but like their motto that they yeah. put up like right next to the New York Times in a little box on the fucking printed page is all the news that's fit to print. Yeah. Which is just them saying, oh, yeah, we censor this. Yeah, mm. yeah, basically. <laughs> we throttle the information you receive based on what we think you should get. I was like, oh, well, yeah. well you just told me up front, so I guess I shouldn't be mad, but, uh, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. All right. I, I, hey, I just do want to appreciate you guys for having me on. Oh, thanks for being on. This was so much fun. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. That was great. All right, oh, do you yeah. want to plug anything on hey, Patreon? Mm. Oh, yeah, dude. I got an album coming out on Sunday. It's Interactive Media Volume Uh, 5. It's uh, Mind Over Melee on Spotify if you want to check it out. Thanks. Oh, shit. Um, And uh, we can put that in the... I'll put that in the regular also. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't really have to, but thanks. I'm doing it. Oh, fuck, bro. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Absolutely. Hell yeah. You want to cut it off? Yeah. Give me the countdown. All right. All right, so three, two...